Happy Sunday, everybody. <clears throat> um, here we are, another week has gone by. And today I want to talk about investment strategy, real estate investment strategy. And uh, yeah, I keep hearing about this, keep seeing this, you know, people jumping on my on my pages and all so- social media. But I don't really think people fully understand what they're talking about. So today I'm going to talk about BRRR. And that... Uh, that will hopefully, you know, if we have time, <clears throat> uh, look at the clock, if there is enough time, we're also going to go into some, uh, um, maybe some intricacies of this whole strategy, but want to talk about this uh, overall. Before we go, before we move forward, <clears throat> I know I see some uh, new listeners, um, and I'm sure not everybody went all the way back to kind of go into the introduction and uh, see who and what. So, to those of you who are new, welcome. Uh, happy to uh, to have you here on the blog, <clears throat> blog, or <laughs> um, uh, um, uh, anyway, my 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 episode, my podcast. My name is Aaron. Um, I've been a, a professional a pharmaceutical medical devices uh, in the industry for uh, 25 years now. Came to Canada 15 years ago, um, and uh, and ever since I started uh, investing, I have my own entrepreneurship with um, side businesses, but also um, very very much ingrained in the uh, in the Toronto area uh, real estate um, investment strategies, uh, investment overall. It, it's I'm not limited to to the real estate. Um, I have. Um, um, enough experience in the stock market as well <clears throat> but overall i think you know to be kind of round up with uh, how i uh, understand how things work i think you kind of have to be kind of a, a generalist or a joker if you will you have to understand you know if the market is doing this the interest rate is doing that the, the government the bank then the real estate everything is kind of tied in so you kind of have to know from everything and everything uh, to me, that's a key to uh, kind of uh, look look ahead ahead of the curve and, and you know, be successful. So, after that introduction, let's go back. B R R R. So, what is B R R R? That stands for buy, renovate, rent, refinance. This is a strategy used by real estate professionals or real estate investors that um, you know wanna wanna make uh, um, uh, ROI return on investment uh, by by using the strategy so what does the strategy say you identify a property that you want to buy and you want to buy it uh, under market value there are many elders up um, all those uh, upper fixer, fixer upper, and all those uh, opportunities within, you know, buy the smallest house in the in the biggest uh, neighborhood that, that you can see, and buy the shittiest house in <laughs> in the in the best neighborhood you can, and buy this adjacent property. That uh, everything works, everything can work. So as long as you are consistent and you know what you're doing, by any means, anything can work. Some will go for um, buying opportunities that will be um, 
trying to be kind of a understanding of the market. If you buy a shitty property and you want to fix it and move it up, you can do it. You're going to have to have significant investment for the most part. Uh, and then you're going to have the choice either to, to rent it or to sell it. If you rent it, you're not always going to get the cash flow that you want because you spent too much money. If you want to uh, sell it again, you get into some expenses and you know real estate uh, land transfer fees. You get into uh, lawyers, real estate agents. There's a lot. So um, if you want to buy something that will appreciate in value more than you know, for example, have a positive cash flow. Some investors do that and they buy property that they know will appreciate faster. Mostly these are the newer uh, properties. So buy something. Buy something that you can rent out. This is a strategy. Buy something that you can rent out. But you can rent out, the rule of thumb says 1% of what you paid for plus expenses plus improvements, 1% of the whole total cost will be your monthly rent. That guarantees pretty much a positive cash flow. So let's take an example. If I buy a house for $100,000 and I fix it, improve it, renovate it for another $20,000, don't go crazy with hardwood floors, change the kitchen cabinets, you know, maybe uh, throw some paint on it, you know, hot lights, do things that are not overly expensive. When I say change chicken ca uh, kitchen cabinet, that can be extremely expensive. I'm talking about paint mostly, right? So when you did that, you have $120,000 worth of money put in the property. It means you want to get 1% rent per month, meaning $1,200. $1,200 per month if you rent it out and pretty much guaranteed a positive cash flow. Where you can find it, what areas, you know, what type of house, this is where you need to do the research. I think this is the key to be um, um, cash flow positive. Do the research, understand. And then all the strategies that I talked about before, everything can apply. So. We uh, crossed the first hump, $120,000 worth of property. We um, did some improvements, we rented out. Okay, so buy, we're done. Renovate, refinance, uh, sorry, renovate. <clears throat> this, is the this is the first R in the BRRR. This is the uh, uh, renovate. So, like I said, twenty thousand dollars worth of renovation, for example, with with uh, with the house that I gave. This is the the improvement. The idea is to get. This is outside of the rent strategy, to renovate the property or to improve it. It's really to get to a point that you can um, increase the value of the house. So you bought it for hundred. You invested 20, now it's worth 140,000 because you improved it. That's the idea. So, like I said, outside of the rent that you want 1% of the 120,000, now your house is worth 140 because you improved it. You made it more appealing. You can sell it for 140. <clears throat> so, that's the first R. The second R is rented. So, we need to find somebody we can rent it out for 
uh, positive cash flow, like I said, 1%. Shouldn't be an issue. That's the second R. The third R, and probably the most important, refinance. When we talk about refinance, it always uh, um, uh, something comes to mind as a, oh, we just want to uh, reduce our cost of financing. <coughs> so change the interest rate, take a lower one. This is, this is the idea of a refinance when most people think about it. But when I talk about refinance, when we talk about refinancing in this strategy, really what we mean is take equity out of the house. So we bought it for 100,000. We put 20,000. Now it's worth 140. All right. So how much down payment you put, I'm not going to get into the calculation. It, it's going to get a little bit heavier. Uh, to, 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 to follow, but, but the idea is to be able to go to the bank and say, hey, I would like to appraise this house for 140000 I know I have at least 20000 equity in this house because it's increased by 20000 and you know, minus the down payment, minus the loan. Um, I know I have at least $20,000 in this house equity. I would like to take it out. So you're not selling the house, but you're using the money that is part of the equity of the house um, for your own usage. This is where you need to work with your financial institution and refinance it. And the process is as follows. You go to the bank and say exactly this, you know, I bought it for $100,000, I put $20,000 out of my own money, now it's worth $140,000, I would like to build a line of credit or home equity line of credit against this house on the amount of $20,000. It can be more, but for this example, it's $20,000. The bank will send an appraiser, which will have to appraise the house and look into um, the claims that it's really worth 140. There are some comparisons that you uh, can, um, uh, of course, use from the market. They look into the structure. They look into what you did there. They look into, of course, comparisons uh, and, and any work need to be done in the house. And if they agree with you and it is worth $140,000, they're going to send this report back to the bank and say, yeah, it's worth $140,000. The bank will put the line of credit for you against this house on the amount of $20,000. This is where you take the $20,000 and you do the exact same thing all over again. $20,000, you put in on down payment for a house worth $100,000, take a loan against that under the assumption that the rent will cover it, the bank will work with you, and you get another property. And you can do this over and over and over and over and over again. So what stops you from exhausting all the equity in the house, from doing it as many times as you can possibly can. And here is where I find landlords and investors. Um, this is the point where I find them to be uh, not critical enough of what is it that they can do. And here is how it works. For you to take the equity out of the house, the bank will give it to you. The question is, <clears throat> can you carry the extra mortgage. It's a line of credit. There is uh, um, an interest rates against that that you have to pay. Can you carry that with the existing rent? If the answer is no, don't do it. Because if you do it, 
you're gonna turn into a cash flow cash flow negative and this is where you can get into trouble if your tenant doesn't pay something happens you need to fix something you need to change your roof change your window there, there's something significant in the house or with the tenant you may end up in trouble you don't want that and the more you have the more it can escalate the more emphasized it is and amplified so don't do it if you feel that the rent is high enough that can carry the extra equity coming out of the house by any means go ahead do it that will carry on uh, carry uh, you on to the next property so let's recap <clears throat> buy and we talked about strategies buy the shittiest house in the neighborhood buy the smallest house in the neighborhood buy a fixer upper uh, but whatever whatever strategy works for you that's the first step buy the second step is to try and improve the house and not because you want a tenant not because your rent will go higher that that's probably not significant enough for you to invest but rather because you want the appraiser to come back with a higher number from what you paid so you do some renovations in the house that are not overly expensive don't go crazy but they're significant enough to increase the value of your home that's why you do it so you renovate that's the uh, uh, the first uh, the first R the second R is rent it out rent it out and ensure that at least try that you are cash flow positive and then the third step if you want to keep doing exactly the strategy refinance that's the third R go ahead and refinance your property refinance meaning take the equity out of the house and move on to the next property but only if you can carry the extra mortgage only if you can carry the extra line of credit only if you are cash flow positive don't get into trouble so this is in a nutshell the the the, um, the strategy now the next question is can we still do it in this market we have houses like and I keep talking about those uh, townhouses going for over a million dollars if you buy a house for over a million dollars you want to rent it for like ten thousand dollars a month is that realistic absolutely not absolutely not you're not gonna get there not even five thousand probably not even four thousand so you need to decide if this uh two and a half three percent gross right is really something that is worth it for you to take on such a, a big debt right this is where it gets tricky so no i don't think in this market in this landscape of market where we're heading i don't think it's worth it i think we need to look for other things so definitely apartment buildings duplexes multiplex triplex whatever it is everything ends with plex try to find those those probably present more opportunities uh, i do see it around me in my circles investors going into uh, apartment buildings uh, me personally, I think there might be opportunities in the commercial market. Um, and I will tell you, like I mentioned last week, US. Uh, 
the US market is hot the US market is lucrative um, areas like Florida Texas Arizona Vegas they present opportunities and I think if you are serious about that you probably need to look south of the border and if you have questions reach out to me <clears throat> I'm more than happy to to help assist at least uh, support for my own knowledge and information of how to do things it's not as complex as it seems it's a little bit tedious a little bit lengthy but it's not as complex as you might think all right so with that i wish everybody who uh, wants to take a stab at the brrr good luck uh, i'm here to help and support and listen of course and i'll be here again next week and with that i wish you all a great week ahead <music>